This is Great Disturbances, a Star Wars podcast. Each week, hosts Rich and Paul discuss Star Wars media, no matter what form it takes. And we're back. I'm Paul. I'm Rich. And we are here today, Jeff, to (laughs) discuss the five-issue limited series... Obi-Wan and Anakin comic book series, I guess yeah. you could say. I don't know. I don't know what else to call mm-hmm. it. It's comic books. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pictures with words on them. It's comic books. It's okay. a funny book. It's a, it's a comics. <laughs> this is a book published, I believe, in 2016, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Charles, Charles Soule, the writer, mm-hmm. our buddy Charles, who, if I'm, if I, you know, I didn't look it up, but I think this is like early soul, like early soul inclusion into Star Wars universe, right? Yeah. This is actually the first Marvel, the first new Marvel foray into the Star Wars universe at all. This was the first okay. one. Okay. Yep. So the time frame is after Phantom Menace, before Attack of the Clones. Mm-hmm. Well, what am I doing? I, what, what the fuck am I doing? I don't know. Rich, Rich can we yeah. just get a patented Rich Tamport summary? I do have that. Yes. Yeah. Let's just do yeah. that. Why am I? What, what the fuck is my problem? Why am I trying to like, <laughs> God, ugh. Do you want me to send it to you? You I can read suck. it. No, that's oh. that would ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> that would totally ruin it. Mike, that would ruin it, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, Paul, that would ruin it. Yeah, see, my our producer Mike agrees. So yeah. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. So go ahead, Rich. Uh, maybe you can do the uh, summary right. then. Okay. Responding to a call for help, Jedi Knight Obi-Wan Kenobi and his Padawan, 12-year-old Anakin Skywalker, travel to the planet Carnelian 4. There they find two warring races, the open and the closed, who each battle for the control of the surface of the planet, but also have no idea what a Jedi is. The open, led by Mother Pran, have been receiving mysterious artifacts released by a scavenger, but they don't know the location of the scavenger or why they're releasing the artifacts. Obi-Wan Kenobi and the leader of the closed, Grecker, become stranded on the surface where a deadly gas makes the air unbreathable when the open leader abducts Anakin for his mechanical prowess and destroys the ship that Obi-Wan was sharing with the closed leader. Together, they traverse the surface in search of Anakin, but Obi-Wan is betrayed by Grecker, only to be rescued by a mysterious stranger. That stranger is Sarah, the scavenger that the open and the closed both seek. Meanwhile, Anakin frees himself from his captors after helping them resurrect some old mechanical walkers. The open and the closed converge on Sarah's base, and as she, as she tries to convince the children of the two clans that they can change the ways of their people. Anakin and Obi-Wan place an off-world call to the Republic, telling them that they found Tabanagas on Carnelian Four. The Republic show up with a, fleet of, with a fleet to stop hostilities and take control of the planet as Obi-Wan tells Anakin that it's important to be part of something bigger. In a side story that was woven into the main tale, we get to see how Chancellor Palpatine began to dig his claws into Anakin shortly before the Padawan left with Obi-Wan for their mission on Carnelian 4. That was that. So that (laughs) joking aside. Well, not that I was joking before, but pretend I just said said a funny joke. And now (laughs) and now set that aside. (laughs) Uh, That was a good summary. So these books. I'm jumping in first to ask you what you think. Okay, I, f- I felt like they were pretty good. 
you could it kind of tell that they're trying to get their feel for this universe, this Star Wars yeah. universe. Yeah. I didn't like the, the there's a couple things I didn't like, which was the naming of the the two clans, the open and the closed. I, yeah. I wasn't I wasn't 100 percent sure on that. What are they open to? What are they closed off from? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, why are they called open and closed? I don't yeah, I don't get it. What's the what's the point of that? But I guess I guess it really doesn't matter. I mean, what's in a name, right? But mm-hmm. I guess it just kind of kind of annoyed me a little bit. I wasn't sure what their whole gig was either. Like they just want to beat each other up. Is that, that what was, their deal is? It was it was a sort of like there there are times when you when there, there's a story made and then there are elements that are put in the story to like to shape part of the thing you're trying to say mm-hmm. but those elements don't get the TLC of like a thing that you care about I guess yeah and then it kind of shows right and I don't know how else to put that but like so this is this is weird because I so I think this so I'm gonna I'm gonna die I'm gonna jump off in a little bit sure into and then I'm gonna make a comparison although the comparison is not apt because this is far better than what I'm far better than what I'm about to compare it to <laughs> but I saw Wonder Woman 1984 over the weekend oh no oh boy and that movie was a piece of shit <laughs> and. It had things in it that you could tell were like, I want this thing to be in the movie so I can find this thing to say. Right. But the thing being in the movie didn't get enough meat to it to like when you, when you encounter that thing or you see it or you think about it a little bit, Mm -hmm. it falls apart so fast (laughs) that it's, it's very different. Like, if you think of like a like a 50s Superman kind of thing, right? right. The special effects fall apart really fast, but mm-hmm. you can you can deal with that, right? The special effects in anything these days is amazing, but that like leaves the plot holes or inconsistencies or whatever all the more glaring in a piece of work. Yeah. And so so in Wonder Woman 1984 there were several things. One of them was for me, because it sounds like you saw it too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chris Pine's character, Steve Trevor, <laughs> he takes over the body of some other dude. <laughs> yeah. And like Diana and Steve are like, until they, until they believe that there's trouble in the world from Maxwell Lord, mm-hmm. they're apparently fine with like basically killing this other guy. Oh, they right? possess him and rape him. <laughs> they like, yeah, they, they make his body yeah. do things to Diana that he did not have any say in. Mm-mm. Right. He's a sex doll. And then like, what, like, where was he when Steve Trevor was there? Good question. You know, like, was he just, was Steve Trevor like actively sh- shutting him out of his own body or was it just like his, his soul got like sort of <laughs> put three feet left of Tuesday you know what I mean? yeah, like just yeah, over yeah. somewhere else. I don't know what happened to him. But yeah. the point was like, they were trying to make the movie say something about mm-hmm. wish fulfillment and monkey's paw kind of stuff and all that yeah. kind of stuff. But that little, that little thing there, the Steve Trevor and Diana being totally okay with 
essentially murdering a guy. Yeah. Like it ran roughshod over everything else or many of the things, at least there's other problems I have too. Yeah. But so in that tiny respect, the open and the closed, not having uh like you kind of don't get their motivation. Yeah. They're, and they're just as an educational tool, really. They're, they're, they're there to like, it's like, it's like, this is a Sunday school story for Anakin Skywalker. Right. Yeah. You know what yes. I mean? Yep. And so like the Anakin Obi-Wan Palpatine stuff, I liked that. I really yeah. did. I genuinely did. Absolutely. The, the open and the closed stuff and what that kind of meant or no, no, I kind of get what they're going on for what it meant, but like the depth of what it was, was very, it didn't, it didn't feel especially thought through in a deep way. Yeah. It wasn't very fleshed out. Yeah. It's yeah. almost like, it's almost like, I mean, I get that this is like, this is why focus groups exist and stuff like that. But like, right. There's a lot of things that there's a lot of pieces of a lot of pieces of novels, comics, movies, whatever, where like you just have a bunch of like skeptical a-holes watch your movie or read your comic and then complain about it. And then <laughs> like at least give it some thought as to whether, yeah, you know what? They were right about they were wrong. They're just assholes about this thing, but mm -hmm. they're right about this thing, right? Because like I'm sure there are things in Wonder Woman that if somebody complained about, they're just being an asshole about it. But the Steve Trevor thing, that's, that's a valid complaint. That's yeah. It's shitty. And I, I feel like the same thing is going on here where like, if you're complaining about how, like, I'm not sure how tall Anakin really is. Cause at times the perspective is different. Well, <laughs> fuck you. Like that's not important, but the open and the closed having like not depth. Yeah is is a little more problematic i think for me mm -hmm. in terms of the overall thing i would 100 percent agree with you on that yeah. well i wanted to point out one other thing about the wonder woman thing yeah diana who is supposed to be like really just and everything is mm -hmm. perfectly fine with raping this dude's corpse yeah. just because steve just because steve she she thinks he looks like steve forever anyway uh, looking at my notes, there is literally nothing about the open and the closed. It's all no. about, yeah, all Me about too. Anakin it's and all... and Palpatine. It, exactly, exactly. Yep. Yeah. So let's just, I guess, let's just dive into that. Which, I mean, I guess, me. honestly, the thing, the thing too about that is like, that's why we chose this anyway, right? So it's kind of, it's almost like, <laughs> even if we have problems with little bits here and there, right? It fits perfectly in the sort of the milieu of where we were driving with right. this stuff right yeah so absolutely kind of that's it, it all works out in the end <laughs> oh man so the there were a few things that i keyed on number one obi-wan says that the jedi are under the jurisdiction of the senate you, you and i have talked about this before and because we didn't really know like where they fit and apparently the Senate oversees them, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Also, and so, dude, seriously, that's the second bullet I have in my thing. Nice. Yeah. And I and the, the, the comment I had was like, is that, does that jive with other materials that we've read? Because some other things, the Jedi are like, mm, I'm not going to do that. You know, right. They have, right, a yeah. more, have a little bit more of a like, okay, 
yeah, we, we're, we're like paying you rent for our temple or whatever, but like, we're not, <laughs> you're not the boss of us. Right. right. Um, Until it's time to go to war, then they send them off. Then they're like, yes, sir, we're marching to war. Yeah. But, but yeah, that I keep on, I keep on that too, because I've always, I did, I was like, does, does, does that jive with how it's, how other ways have presented that stuff? Yeah. And maybe that's, and maybe that's part of the, the sort of the reframing of things since 2015 or so. Right. Mm -hmm. Is because, because thinking, thinking back, thinking to back to light of the Jedi, the novel light Mm -hmm. of the Jedi, it did feel like at least that the, the Jedi in, in that, in that period Mm -hmm. also had like a little bit of a, okay, the Senate said, we got to go do this. Right. Right. So maybe that's, that might be, maybe that's part of the, it, spoken or not maybe that's right. part of the 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 new the new world order of star wars hmm. is that the jedi were under the auspices of the senate i suppose that that, that makes sense honestly yeah and 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 as i thought about it i was like you know i'm not sure it's been presented that way but it actually does make sense because mm-hmm. like if i lived in the republic I would not want the space wizards like acting of their own accord. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I wouldn't want them above the law. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They can do, so, they can do kind of tricksy things. And, they yeah. can, they can they, like, there probably should be shit. There should be like, there probably should be laws against the ways you can use the force. <laughs> you know what I mean? The Jedi registration like, act. The je- <laughs> <laughs> Now we've now we've done it. Now, now we've done it. Now now uh, whoever the CEO of Disney is now um, is like new, new yes. Bob Iger. <laughs> new Bob Iger. He's like yes, Star Wars Marvel crossover. Do it now, <laughs> Jerry. Buy me a second yacht. Right, like Jerry done. Buys. Jerry says yacht guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know what? You don't have a yacht guy? No, I don't have a yacht guy. No, it's, no, no. I mean, you fucking poor guy. I'm like. <laughs> I have like an inflatable tube guy. <laughs> I, have that... a ding- I have a dinghy guy. A dinghy guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a yacht guy. There's two meanings to that, dude. <laughs> We're playing with your dinghy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I thought it was interesting that that the open and the closed don't know what a Jedi is. Yeah. Like completely mystified as to what a Jedi is. Which is which is one of those things where, like, did they know what the force is or was? Yeah, they didn't did discuss they, that. They didn't discuss that. I mean, Mm-mm. one of the interesting things about Star Wars is is like, apart from like Jedi and Sith shit, like the force is still a thing there. Yeah, you know what I mean, and like, presumably, I I. Th- it seems like the suggestion is that take, take like the telekinetic style powers of the force. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of things that indicate that you don't need Jedi training to occasionally do telekinetic things with the force. Right. Like if you are strong enough with the force, you may sort of unconsciously or accidentally do telekinetic things and because like think take last jedi right the end of last jedi the kid reaches out for the broom yeah comes through his hand right Right. you would think that 
even if people like that weren't strong enough in the force to be like trained to be Jedi, let's say there, maybe there's enough of that second tier level of force people out there in the universe where like the, the, if your civilization gets to a certain state, you've seen enough of those people to go, yeah, there's a thing. That's something. Right. So I would, I would be curious. And again, this is, we know that we assume that this is not known because the, the open and the closed are not well fleshed out. But the question I would have is if you're a civilization, I mean, maybe they didn't know about the Jedi because they were the remnants of a glorious civilization. Right. Mm -hmm. And so maybe they just, whatever, but like, if you're a civilization that never encountered the Jedi, how likely is it that you as a civilization are still aware of the force itself? It seems plausible that you yeah. could be aware of the force, but not of the Jedi. Right. But I wonder if that's, they would that's call the, it something else. You know what I mean? Well, like yeah. That. I mean, I mean, and that's not the, I mean, that's not even the point of what was said in the story anyway. Right. The right. story was like, what's a Jedi, right. right. Which is different than what's the force. Right. But yeah, it, yeah, you're right though. Like you could, you didn't, if you, if you'd never encountered the Jedi, you might call it something else entirely. Or maybe even maybe even call it like God or something. Yeah. Oh um, my God. <laughs> oh, oh my God. That's so that's so amazing, man. That's deep, dude. <laughs> man, like what if like, you know, like just like the Buddha man was just like he was just like a lost Jedi, you know what I mean? Like he just like he was from a galaxy far, far away. And his hyperdrive malfunctioned, man. <laughs> and he just landed under the Bodhi tree and just was like, I'm chill. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. That could be it, man. That's it, man. That's that it. That could be it. Wow. I think we, my, went, I, I, we went deep, man. We went totally deep, man. <laughs> totally deep. So I think my favorite stuff in this whole story was the interaction between Anakin and Palpatine. I wanted more of that. And totally. And unfortunately, we didn't get it. Maybe we will at some point get it. It would be nice if we did, because I would like to know what happens with yeah. Palpatine and that senator. And I mean, because he asks Anakin if he can manipulate a, you know, a chance cube or whatever. And <laughs> which I mean, I'm assuming Anakin did, right? Because obviously he went down that path. And, yeah. And here we are. But just an interesting, uh, interesting super setup. like that. That was really cool. And it also it left you with the question of like, so I, one thing that I was thinking about when I was reading those chunks because I agree I, that my that my favorite stuff too was that yeah stuff yeah. was that like Palpatine is like taking Anakin basically to like his gym essentially right because because Palp that's what Palpatine does is he goes and like finds ways to manipulate people right so like one thing i wrote down was like respect the hustle man that guy <laughs> like it <laughs> you know what i mean like yep. if it if it comes to like if it comes to like putting in the work like yeah. that guy should have been emperor you know what i mean like <laughs> he he put in the work you know <laughs> um he put in the work he put in the work Hey. He want he wanted it more than anybody else. <laughs> he wanted it more. Who wants it more? That's what it comes down it to, more? right? Who wants it more? <laughs> but also, also, um, the 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 cool thing, or the, the the thing that I was thinking about too, is like, 
So Palpatine asked the question, you know, hey, do you think you could like manipulate a chance cube? That, that'd be interesting, wouldn't it? Yeah. Like, leaves the question open. Is that what he did in the club? I'm assuming I, I was left to think, yeah, Palpatine like was influencing the cube mm-hmm. to push this senator into a place of having lost a bunch of gambling debt. Right. Right. And, and got there so that he knew so that like not only was he doing his homework and finding out about this senator guy, he was also actively causing the problem. Mm hmm that this guy was going to have. Right. And so how many other things (laughs) as is Palpatine just wandering around Coruscant, like not just observing, but causing problems for other senators and people in power so that he can have this giant orchestrated thing, you know, Holy shit, dude. At the end of day, (laughs) at the end of the Republic. Wow. Okay. I did not go there. That's, that's actually really, really deep, dude. That that like I like that. That that uh, like because my my thought, my assumption is that like, okay, Palpatine went down there with Anakin that day, but like the next day, he was back down there or somewhere similar, mm-hmm. doing the same kind of shit. Yeah. Right. Yep. And and probably probably using the fucking dark side to avoid having to sleep or something like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> and. Uh, and just fucking up senators left and right with with various schemes, right? Yeah, yep. And probably probably mm. like hacked into the Coruscant like you know, security camera grid <laughs> right? yeah. and like tracking all the senators where they go and stuff like that. Right. And just just finding out all the stuff that he would need to pull the strings. Interesting. Right? Yeah. Like like when like when because there's that moment in Revenge of the Sith. Oh my god. Okay. Paz, yeah. Padme's like, so this is how democracy dies with thunderous applause. Right. Like, dude, think about this. Oh fuck. <laughs> this, is a, this is a dark place. Are we but like, okay? But uh, yeah, you, you probably know where I'm going here. Is that like the 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 people in the Senate in the Galactic Senate vote to make Palpatine Emperor? Mm-hmm. How many of those people were were like under the influence of something breaking their lives mm-hmm. or threatening their careers. And like, do I even want to go there? But like, hello. <laughs> yeah. United States, 2021. Right. I mean, I can't, I don't, I don't even know if I want to go there, but like, <laughs> it's kind of depressing <sighs> if you did. So I, I get where you're going with it though. Yeah. I get where you're going with it. The, 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 the grab for power is, is like in that case both more corrupt than i thought before mm-hmm. and yet also more reflective of the world of our yeah. world, of of earth 616 right, right. <laughs> nice Fuck. reference yeah i, I have you. a yeah i have a question okay because there's some stuff that happens in the last issue number one there's a mysterious quote unquote Jedi with a red lightsaber that shows up. And when you see the picture of him that showed him that showed up previously, that was kind of responsible for like yeah. knocking everything out of whack. Yeah. When you see him, they have, he has a hood over his face like Palpatine. What if Palpatine went to that planet years before knowing that Anakin and, and Obi-Wan were going to come there because Obi-Wan calls the Republic 
to that planet and like a bunch of fascists they show up and just like we're taking over this planet and they Everybody show stop. up by the way they show up right away too yeah they do yeah they do they're like, like Savannah, they were... let's get our asses over there oh whoa <laughs> there's there's oil in iraq get out of my way you know <laughs> sorry no man I, no. I went there again but it's but okay. yeah that like so that's that's oh, shit this line of questioning mm-hmm. now so now you just laid a jelly bean trail to some of the other things i was thinking about too i was because i was i was not sure like ponder this did palpatine need anakin Hmm. I I wonder if he did because just from the current Vader series and what's going on with that and actually that Vader 2017 series what went on there mm-hmm. he was more of a plaything to Palpatine than anything yeah. else, right? Hmm. I don't know if he did. Because like I think you're you're part of what you're led to believe in the films, the prequels. Mhm is that a large part of what Palpatine is doing is not only is it like the Senate power brokering stuff, but it's also laying the tracks to have the most powerful apprentice there ever fucking was. Right. Which, okay, that's great. But Palpatine was already emperor Mm -hmm. by the time he finished turning Anakin to the dark side. Had his hands in everything too. Yeah. If 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 Anakin had never turned to the dark side, like would that even have stopped Palpatine's stuff? I wonder. If Anakin hadn't turned to the dark side, they still would have the Death Star plans, right? Yep. Because Anakin was a light side Jedi when they made they the plans. Met, when yeah. they got the plans. What happened after because because order 66 happened whether or not anakin was good or bad yeah yeah those those clones would have marched into the temple and shot all the kids and the other people that were there rather than you know laser sorting them yeah hmm i wonder how integral vader really is yeah to this story even in rogue one he's not super important like Rogue One would have happened regardless of Vader. Yeah. Yep. Because because he's he's more like an enforcer. He's not Vader is not like architecting anything. Right. He's like he's gonna beat you up if you don't do what the Emperor says, basically. Yeah. Right? Essentially. He's not like Vader isn't sculpting master plans for things. Vader is like the toughest thug in all the gangs. Hmm. He's the number one. Palpatine has the best thug, right? Of all the gangs, right? Right. He's but got the he's got the Luca Brasi. <laughs> <laughs> um. So it so like there's there's an alternate Star Wars universe where Palpatine ascends to power. Anakin does not turn to the dark side. Like maybe. It, like maybe the the speeder that Anakin flew to like find Mace Windu and Palpatine fighting, like was out of fuel or something like that, and he never got there in time. Mm-hmm. And then Palpatine like killed Mace Windu anyway, mm-hmm. right? 
and then Anakin never or something else stopped him up or whatever. He didn't, he didn't wind up going to meet Palpatine there. Yeah. And then Anakin would have been somewhere okay. else when Order 66 was called. Yeah. And now you have the question of, okay, if Anakin survived Order 66 as like good Mr. Jedi guy, <laughs> like what would that be? Right. Like, would he be more effective than Yoda and Obi-Wan Kenobi? at whatever it was they were going because because well that's interesting too because it seems like the the remainders the the remnants of the jedi mm-hmm. post order 66 well a they get hunted down by vader but somebody else would have hunted down because there was inquisitors and stuff like that right, right? yeah they already had that program they were they were place. getting hunt, they were going to get hunted down regardless mm-hmm. and obi-wan kenobi and yoda it seems like their thing was like yeah we know there are skywalker kids so we're gonna like maybe do something for those guys when they grow up. But other than that, we're going to chill. You know what I mean? <laughs> we're going to name so one if, of them Skywalker and put him on his dad's planet. And then we're going to put the other one as far hide, away as possible. We're going to hide this one in plain sight <laughs> and see how that goes. Right. But like if Anakin is alive, if Anakin doesn't turn mm-hmm. and survives order 66. Well, okay. So, but the, the, so that's, that's, Oh yeah. He, ra- then Anakin raises Luke and Leia. Interesting. And, I if, think- and if Anakin, so, the, oh, so this, okay, this lays a different jelly bean trap, something else I was <laughs> thinking about too. Man, I love them jelly beans. Oh, man, because, okay, so I'm going to put a mental note there. So yeah. part of the story here is that Anakin is thinking of leaving the Jedi Order. Right. Because he's been, he's been, like, his whole life has been, like, thrust upon him. He's had, he's made no choices of his own. Right. And, like, so far in his life, Shmi Skywalker and Padme are the only people who don't want to use him. They just enjoy him, I guess you could say. Right. 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 And at this point, Padme is still like a, like a wet dream of his basically. Right. (laughs) You know, from, from years ago. Right. So, so really Shmi Skywalker, his mom is the only person who has ever known him Mm -hmm. who didn't, who wasn't like, you're great. And I need to put you over here because you're going to do this. She just was like, Anakin, you're my son. I love you. Boom. That's it. Right. So Anakin is the most gifted person with the force possibly ever. Right. right? At least in, at least for generations and generations. Right. And he was born in a place backwater fucking planet. Like, let's just say that nobody had known he existed. Like Palpatine never discovered him. Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan like never discovered him there. All this stuff. Anakin clearly was already doing force things. Yeah. He wouldn't have called it the force probably until somebody else maybe would have told him about it, but he was Mm -hmm. doing, everybody would have known that's the only human who can do pod races. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And eventually they'd be like, wow, this nine-year-old kid can fix anything on the planet. Right. Mm -hmm. And he just kind of, he just kind of stares at it and then fixes it and it's done. Right. Mm -hmm. So, what if like the ideal path for the chosen one who'd bring balance to the force was not so much to like do some sort of scale tilting for Jedi and Sith, but, but like to blaze his own trail entirely. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like to, yeah. to come to his own understanding of the force because he's so profoundly gifted with the force. Mm-hmm. He, he, I'm sure, surely he feels it in everything he does. Right. Right. Like if you were, if you were, if you were goodwill hunting, <laughs> if you were will hunting, you, you can't help but be a genius. You're right. such a genius that 
everything is just suffused with how brilliant you are. Right. 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 Well, if you're Anakin Skywalker, everything is just infused with the force because you're so gifted with the force that you can't not be feeling it, using it, experiencing it wherever you go. So then, then, then there's, then maybe there's an alternate, like different way of fulfilling the prophecy whatever the prophecy was supposed to be where Anakin doesn't like become a Jedi and then become a Sith and then swing back and forth and sort of bring balance that way, but mm-hmm. blazes his own trail. And then eventually Luke and Leia are born to him who are also profoundly gifted in the force. And he can, and he can work with them with the way that he's learned how to deal with the force because they're also profoundly gifted and they can do their own thing that yeah. like, there's like the third way. Right. The the balance is there's a, there's a thing that's not Jedi and not Sith. Right. Because he's not bound by the dogma. The the dogma of either of them aren't, don't apply to him because he's, he he never was like brought under either of their heels, Hmm. you know? Interesting. Like was Palpatine the ultimate like saboteur of the, the chosen one's path by like getting involved. Right. I think he was, I think he was, I have, I had a theory while you were talking about before, like why, when we we were talking about why did Palpatine need Vader? Yeah. He didn't need Vader. This is my theory. He needed Vader out of the way. He needed Vader to not oppose him. What do you think of that? That's a great way to put it. Like if, if the whole plan was to, if I turn him, he's not going to go against me. He's going to go under my tutelage and I'll yeah. be able to keep him close because he's the only person that can stop everything that I am doing. Yeah. What do you think? That's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. I really like the idea that that you threw out there that if Anakin was supposed to blaze his own trail that, and, and, the, and he wasn't able to that idea actually lends itself to painting both the Jedi and the Sith as bad guys in this scenario. Yeah. Which is an interesting way to look at the Jedi. I mean, obviously we don't we don't ever look at the Jedi as the bad guys, but, but just maybe just more like as that, just maybe more as not correct. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just like one of the, like, because the chosen one, the, 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 the passage in the journal of the wills, mm-hmm. it makes no mention of Jedi or Sith. No, no, it doesn't. Right? Does it? The prophecy of the one who will bring balance to the force is how that's how it's presented. Not right. the prophecy of the Jedi. Who's going to bring balance to the force yeah. or the Sith. Who's going to bring balance to the force. The one. Oh shit. So, it's Neo. It's Neo. It's Neo. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> um, I mean, I mean, so like the way the films go and the way the other stuff goes, like he does it anyway through the path of what he does in the films. Right. But like there's that, uh, there's a different way he could have done that. Mm-hmm. That would be interesting to, to sort of see happen too. It's too bad they got, they retired that infinities thing, huh? Yeah. They could, they could do stuff like, I could totally be. What if? What if Anakin didn't get turned, and then we could see him, him raising Luke and Leia, right? What happens then? Shit. 
after the after the Order sixty six wreckage, uh, Anakin along with Obi Wan and Yoda, they start a new Jedi Order and they you know train everybody, including Luke and Leia, who then eventually take over as the uh, the headmasters of the new Jedi Order. Interesting. So I don't have a whole lot yeah, left man, to say about this. This this last this last twenty minutes or so, yeah, <laughs> really picked up a lot of the jelly beans that I had been. The the questions I had were all around the the thing of like, what if Palpatine did blah and didn't go blah? Like that that was right. what I got thinking about when I read this book. So yeah. like we go, we got to what I was trying to think about anyway. So that's good. But I did have one question for you. Yeah. So Obi Wan says that if. Anakin fails. It's not Anakin's fault. It's Obi-Wan's fault. Mm -hmm. So he believes that he will be the one who would bear the burden of anything, you know, anything that happens aside from basically teaching Anakin exactly what he needs to be taught. Do you think he bears the responsibility? Is it his fault that Anakin fell? That's a good question. Maybe I'll tell you what, maybe let's use that as a cantina chat. We should. We let's should do that. Let's That'd do that. Really good one. I like that because I want to think I about that. I need to think about that. God, you yeah. threw a stumper out there. Fuck. <laughs> I I just it it it's one of those things that you I mean you can lay it at the feet of Palpatine, you can lay it at the feet of Anakin, but realistically, there's one person that was supposed to be teaching him right from wrong. Yeah. It was Obi-Wan. Well, so here's my proposal. Hmm. We, I mean, we can just we can just say this to Jeff. Jeff can hear this, I guess. Sure. Normally, we flip a coin and decide what to do and whatever like that. But we're both we both have vacations at various times in this summer. Yeah. We need, yeah. We need to get things recorded. Let's. Just, I I move that we just say our next thing is that very cantina chat. Is that we should do that as our next episode? I can dig it. Yeah, okay. we're we gonna are we gonna tell the force to go fuck itself? Is what you're telling me? The, the force can go fuck itself tonight, <laughs> dear. The force, <laughs> f you, <laughs> love Paul, <laughs> love Paul, love Paul, comma not rich. <laughs> okay, yeah, I can dig that, it. You can dig it. Okay, yeah, let's do I that. Like it. Let's do that. Cool. Okay, so that's that's what we're doing then. Next yes, week we're, we're gonna then. we're gonna take on the question. In the form of a cantina chat, is it Obi Wan's fault? Yeah. Did Obi Wan fuck everything up? <laughs> so I guess that's that's it for now, huh? That's it. That's Good night, it. everybody. We're Good out, night, Jeff. Good night, uh, British Jeff. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Great Disturbances. If you enjoyed our show, please leave us a review on iTunes, Podbean, or any of your favorite podcast apps. You can find us on Facebook by searching for at Great Disturbances and on Twitter at G Disturbances. See you later!